Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. We will control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. We can change the focus to a soft blur or sharpen it to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. And welcome back to Greatest Wax on Tracks. It's KU. It's a good day to sing in the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? Turn my headphones up. Y'all ready? Let's do it. This is all you radio. I mean, look, do you think this was an accident? All of this right here? Premeditated, partner. I'm Johnny McKeon. You got nothing on me, right? Nothing. And with me is Mr. Doom and Gloom. Hey, dummy, I'm Sasha Bloom. <sighs> Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Let's start the show. And welcome back to Old Ute Radio. What? How are you doing, Sasha? I'm good. How are you, sir? My headphone is shorting out. <laughs> Why is it doing that? There we go. Much better. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> what a great way to, to just ruin the intro of the show. Nah, man, it's been good. Um, like you guys, I hope you enjoyed the best of episode we did while we were on fall break. I hope you guys enjoyed your fall break. I really didn't. I was working pretty much the whole time. Oh, eh, hustle hard, you know. <laughs> yeah, work hard, play hard. Did you get know. some good naps in. No, I heard you bought a Prius. Is that true? No, no. <laughs> I bought a safety razor. <laughs> I saw that you were tweeting about razor blades. Yeah, it's actually really Just cool. Bummed you didn't use it, sir. I I I still shave like only once a week. Uh huh. Yeah, hold on, while I adjust my mic. <laughs> there we go. That's much better. Much more comfortable. Oh boy. Sorry, man. It's a little rusty. You know that week off really threw me off my game, right? <laughs> Why? I don't know, man. It's you just... weren't practicing in the mirror with a comb or nothing? No, I, I have microphones. <laughs> I wouldn't practice with a comb. That's just weird. I don't even comb my hair, much less. <laughs> you bald person, you. I'm not bald. You're not bald. I'm not bald. Oh. You have the LeBron James, like, forehead thing. No, I don't. My forehead's <laughs> always been this big. What are you saying? <laughs> I don't have a receding hairline. My hairline's been this way since I was a kid. Oh. Yeah. Watch that. You're going to end up bald, cursing me. I hope so. You're at the prime age where it's going to start falling out. I could use to lose some hair. You really could. You could, <laughs> you could use to lose a lot of hair just all over your body. <laughs> it doesn't have to be just your head. Don't make fun of my Chia Pet butt. <laughs> your Chia Pet butt? What? Bud. Oh. <laughs> that too. <laughs> so what did you do? So you were shooting, uh, like, you shot some stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, been doing Pac-12. I finally got the call from the Pac-12. Awesome. I was getting to that point of firing off a really nasty email. Yeah. Didn't do that. They nice. called me up. They had to work me in rotation because, at least in Utah, they're on like their fourth uh, regional coordinator in Salt yeah. Lake because no one wanted to come out here. Yeah. And supposedly they're going to be training me up to do that job because their guy is still a San Francisco. Yeah, plant. he's just filling in. Yeah. yeah. So. Got to go out there a little bit last week and uh, enjoy the beach a little bit and get some good seafood. and Nice. You know. Eating some fish and <laughs> chips. <laughs> yeah. Only if they're wrapped in newspapers, sir. Yeah, I've been uh, at ABC. They've been having me do a lot more cool stuff. Like I've been training, shooting cameras, shooting shots, you know, <laughs> lining it up, moving on up. I've been happy. Like, it's been cool. I've been – Sarah, she she works f through uh, – she works for – 
she works for the University of Utah Healthcare, basically, and they have her creating content for their website. Mm-hmm. So we got to shoot some viral videos this uh, on Monday and well, Tuesday. What you hope are going to be viral yes, videos. Yes, yes. <laughs> videos for YouTube, yes. Uh, we were shooting those on Monday and Tuesday. That was really cool. So what are you looking for the viral content? What is it that's going to catch? Um, we did uh, just just health tips, health-related uh, stuff. Like, we did how to burp a baby. We used a live baby, which is like a huge no-no. you have no-no. your dumb hand <laughs> slapping its back? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I stayed away from the baby. Me and babies don't don't mesh. Ooh, sorry about that, yeah. sir. You should be sorry about that. <laughs> Sasha with his phone live on air. That's just as bad as me putting my feet up, Sasha. <laughs> well, yeah, you can lash me now. <laughs> yeah. So we we got a lot of cool stuff coming up, you guys, today. Today we got the Salt the Salt City Strangers. Yeah, the, the writers and artists behind that they're coming in. So local comic book guys that yeah. have created Mormon superheroes. I guess yep. I will find out more. But apparently, there's a lot of crime in this city, and they got a great group of Avengers. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be cool. We're gonna have that. And we also have comedian Travis Tate, who's headlining Wise Guys this weekend. He's going to call in as well. So that'll be really cool. Yeah, he's getting some podcasting pub this past week. He was yeah. on I Am Salt Lake. Yeah. On their last episode. He, I, I noticed on his page, yeah, he did a couple other ones I hadn't even heard of. Uh-huh. So, so we, we need to branch out start <laughs> listening to some more stuff. Or get rid of, getting rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha, it's not a competition. <laughs> what do you mean it's not a competition? It's not a competition. <laughs> Notice a bunch of people jacking our material around town. Yeah. I'll tell you that. It's flattery. Imitation is the most sincerest form of flattery, Sasha. Boy, the quickest way to lose a job. <laughs> I, honestly, like, I wouldn't even care if someone like tried to rip off our show. It's fine. Go for it. You know, doesn't bother me. You have my blessing. Because you know what? There's only one Sasha, and there's only one Johnny. <laughs> oh no! But you know what that makes Sasha? One less Sasha. Here <laughs> you know what that makes Sasha? What's Two that? people. Two people doing radio. That's what we are. So it's a our radio podcast, right? Yep. R. <laughs> oh, you are. That's what we are. R. Yes, it's sir. ours. I have a question. Ours. I got a question for you. Yeah. So you live on the west side of town. You don't have a compass. Okay. So any I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a rule in American capitalism called um, west of the train tracks. Don't look yeah. at me with your hairy eyeball. <laughs> Where's what are you my pellet to say gun? Here? <laughs> uh, so they usually say um, on the other side of the tracks, yeah. right? So when you cross the tracks, income goes down, yes. uh, property levels go down, yes. crime goes up, drug abuse goes up, all that stuff. Yeah, drug abuse is about the same, but yeah. You, right. Different types now. of different yeah. types of drugs. You get the heroin is where you get prescription pills yeah, on the yeah. rich side, right? And so I'm looking for a new place to live. Oh. Yes. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so I've been seeing all these pretty photos on KSL, right? Yeah. Really big rooms, really big rooms. You go to them, and they're a sack of crap. Like, there's no painting. The carpet's yep. crap. And I'm learning that if you start looking in West Valley, apartments are in the $800 range. Gentrification is alive and well <laughs> in Rose Park and West Valley. Yeah. It's blowing up, man. I see more and more white people every day. Yeah. Like, I spot them like it's bingo. Like, I, <laughs> like seriously, there's more and more. Like, we have, like, this nice little deli right there in the middle of Taylorsville. Yeah. And it's, like, it's just surrounded by, like, white old people. Like, it's the situation's changing. So there's man. room for a kosher Jewish deli in Rose Park. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's coming, man, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, you should definitely look in the areas. I mean, we've we've entertained the idea of getting a house in Rose Park. We have. I like Rose Park. Yeah. There's a lot of gangbangers there, though. Yeah, it all depends on where you've been. I, I've, I've been to a couple houses in Rose Park that were amazing mm-hmm. and in pretty good locations. So I was looking at this apartment yesterday. Um, it was like on 80 East, mm-hmm. right? So just above State Street. Mm-hmm. And they wanted $887 a month for rent for a two-bedroom apartment. Right on State Street? Wow. That seems rather high. Maybe. Uh, you guys were in Taylorsville. You guys were, were you paying upwards of 800 We were paying, where, where I was originally staying in Taylorsville, it was 1100 for a three-bedroom. Wow. Yeah. That's like as much as a house. Yeah. I don't like this. I don't like moving. <laughs> I'm thinking of not moving and making my landlord evict me. Because what do you get, 120 days on eviction? Yeah. Yeah, about and then that. you can take them to court. Yeah, keep them there for like a year. So, where, uh, so what's your <laughs> end goal? <laughs> You're just gonna be squatting by I the end of it. I don't want to move. You don't want to move. I hate moving. Yeah, it. My roommate is such a dummy because we. You saw. You've seen our house. Yeah, it's in a gorgeous part of town, thirty six hundred square feet. It's beautiful. And we're each paying seven hundred bucks a month. Yeah, and uh, and he moved out because he got in a tiff with the landlord, and so now I have to go to the ghetto and pay almost two hundred dollars more a month. Yep crap sir yep i don't like it at all and with your income bracket you can't get any section 10 housing. no 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 not at all but white people are allowed to live in west valley huh yeah i see them all the time huh. like all the time like <laughs> too many like you shouldn't be here <laughs> <laughs> but like are they the really obese ones and the stringy no. hair and like got no. foam coming out their mouth not respectable Just normal citizens yeah yeah one guy was wearing a polo so <laughs> take it for what you will <laughs> it's a step in the right direction <laughs> You don't. So you you don't want to live in a. Uh, y- it's the money that's the issue, see, not no, the location. See, no. See, what? I've lived in the hood before. When I got kicked out of my parents' house, which is a story in and of itself, I moved to the hood because that's yeah. where my friends lived. I mean, we were way in the hood, no problems. Had yeah. a great time. Never bothered me. But I live in a really w- like once you're above like seventeenth east. There's no diversity. Yeah, yeah. Where you live is it's beautiful too. It's really pretty. Is it, it a hassle in the winter though with the snow? Well, la- well, that's one of my problems. Is I work now that I'll be working full time in downtown, either at the U or downtown for sporting events. Driving home in snowstorms to my house would take me two and a half hours. Really? And so I'm trying to get closer to the U, but everything is crap. Like, the apartments are blown out, mm-hmm. and then you're in apartments with hundreds and hundreds of people, so who knows what kind of Dude, issues you have. cars broken into all the time. Yeah. And then, you know, they want $1,200 for a two-bedroom duplex, and it's like, I don't want to pay $1,200 to have a nice place for my son and I. Yeah, sir and I, we're looking between the ranges of 900 to eleven. Yeah. It's like what we're looking for. But see, you guys are married, and that, that, that yeah. works. We're dual-income household. Yeah. yeah. And I was actually thinking about this the other day. It's like in my head because I broke up with a girl and we were talking about getting married and having yeah. a house and all that. And I was like, my life would have been so much easier if I just would have done that for the short term. For the so short term, yeah. <laughs> for not having to move. Because yeah. <laughs> then I could have had her brothers do it and yeah. she could have moved and done all that stuff and I could have gone about my day. Which is so so <laughs> her herself doesn't really matter as much. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously that's why we're not together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, you boy. don't want to leave your house. So what if you find a roommate? Can you stay? 
it the uh, it's been offered, but I don't want to live with a stranger, you know. And it's like even if they're a woman, it's like I don't want to live with a stranger. I kind of do. If it's a woman, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> creeper. Hey, you. Hey, there's nothing wrong with strange, bud. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, oh no, you wouldn't. Yeah, so I don't know. You, it looks like you're stuck between a rock and a hard decision, man. <laughs> yeah, so I've known about this. It's the 23rd of October. Yep. My roommate gave his notice like on the 27th of last month. Yeah. And so I still have no place to go, and I'm supposed to be out. And do we have 31 days, or how many days are in October? 31. Yeah, so I got eight days to have to be moved out. Are you serious? Yeah. So are you just going to stay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it. I've boxed up everything, though, except yeah. for my computer and my bed and my son's bed. Ugh, I hate living out of boxes. That's what I'm doing right now because, like, I'm just I'm just briefly staying with my parents right. while Sarah and I get a place, so I'm not unpacking anything. It sucks living out of boxes, man. Like, I had to find these headphones. <laughs> I didn't know where they were. I started panicking. They were on my bookshelf. <laughs> my empty bookshelf. Your empty bookshelf. I was so pissed. Why? I unpacked, like, three boxes looking for them. <laughs> You don't label them and make a manifest and all that? No, I label them, but it's just full of stuff. Because, uh-huh. like, I have enough stuff to fill up, like, a small house. Like, you know, I just personally. Yeah. So my room is, like, kind of cluttered, so it's tough. And see, that's the other thing that really irks my chaps is I got rid of my couch. I, like, I had a $1,000 couch I owned, and I gave it away to a buddy because it I was on the third floor of an apartment, and I didn't want to carry it down. Yeah. So I pick it up, get it out of here. Got rid of all my chairs. Did you at least help him move it? No. <laughs> that would suck. I watched. I drank beer and watched him and <laughs> his sat, friend move. You yeah. sat on the couch <laughs> they moved yeah. it. I might have thrown a couple of pillowcases down the stairs or something like that. Yeah. No. You move it yourself. Yeah. And so I'm sitting in plastic chairs when I eat dinner with my son because I got rid of all my chairs for my tables. It is. <laughs> I does have he, no does couch. Does son think you're poor? Like, Daddy, are you really not doing well? <laughs> His mom thinks I'm a crackhead now. <laughs> Daddy, are we homeless? <laughs> but it was really funny because my mom came into town, I guess, two yeah. weekends ago. And so she's sitting because I didn't wash the third chair outside. Yeah. So my son and her are eating dinner on plastic chairs at my table inside my empty house. And I was looking at this, and I was like, there's something way wrong with yeah. my domestic habits here. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, you got to figure out what you want, man. Yeah. Well, see, it was all up in there, because remember, last year this time, I was supposed to be living in San Francisco. Yeah. So everything got screwed up because of other people's decision-making. Dude, life changes so fast. Yeah. Like, I, I cannot believe where I am right now compared to a year ago. And I have no clue where I'm going to be from here you know a, a year from now no you were because we're almost at a year on this show yeah you were thinking about moving to la yeah 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 no yeah i was supposed to be living in la right now man do you think the universe oh brilliant story here sir so last week did you did you watch the utah stanford cardinal game where utah upset the cardinals and the field got rushed I watched from what I could. Okay. I didn't see like that. So remember earlier that week, KU uh, Booth got busted by the cop for playing music too loud. Really? Yeah, we talked about this. Like, oh yes, yes, yes. I was thinking at the game. Was, yeah. Oh, okay. No, so I'm yeah. gonna lead into. It. Yeah. So that cop that drove up on the plaza at the library and told me to turn the music down yeah. was at the game, 
And so he's on, he, he his fat body was patrolling the sidelines, or he was actually guarding the truck and the ambulance. So he was in the corner, kind of. So I walked up to him and I go, "Hey, copper, music's a little loud here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filing a complaint. Nothing." He didn't even laugh. No, he didn't. He didn't. He looked at me like he wanted to arrest me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Gosh, well, I don't understand how cops can't have a sense of humor. <laughs> I know. Like, how could you not? With, like, the stuff that they go through every day, like, you'd think they would laugh at the most messed up stuff, don't you think? Yeah. Like, like you, I, I, if I was a cop, I would have laughed at that. <laughs> you had to. Yeah. Like, I think I'd be a terrible cop. I would just let people go. <laughs> pull them over and be like, slow down. Who's that cop in The Simpsons? Uh, <laughs> Chief Wiggum? Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see you as a Chief Wiggum guy. Ugh. <laughs> So uh, we should pop to break here. Yeah. And then we'll come back and uh, figure out some news or something. Yeah, toodly-doo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> toodly-doo. Hold on a second, sir. Get it together, <laughs> Sasha. No. <laughs> All right. Wait, hold on. Good? <laughs> oh, are we recording? No, I don't believe you. Hey, this is Curtis Ray, your wacky weatherman for ABC4 News. You're listening to KU Radio. This is Chris Hollifield from the I Am Salt Lake podcast, and you're listening to Old Ute Radio.
Jake Keenum, director of 12 Till Dusk, and you're listening to KU Radio. Yeah. Cause I love you to the end and the spirit world begins Step into the other side, legendary do or die Suicide, who am I unless I take the devil's eye And welcome back to Old Ute Radio You can contact us on Facebook at Old Ute Radio With Johnny McCann and Sasha Bloom You can follow me on Twitter, holla At Johnny McCann, M-C-K-E-O-N You can also follow Sasha at Mr. Underscore Bloom, B-L-U-M-E. Like I said, I'm looking for a new female stalker. You can directly stalk me at Twitter. I will not block you. Sasha, how many Twitter followers are you up to now? Uh, like 124. How many am I up to now? Uh, I know you're watching. <laughs> I know you're tracking me. I think, me. what are you at, 132? 139 last I looked. No. Yeah. That's r- you're supposed to stop so that I can catch up. I, I I almost caught you two weeks ago. You did? I was seven behind you. Oh, that's not almost catching. And then me. you took off again. It's rude. I didn't know you had people that liked you. Dude, I don't. Even you have know. 138. You don't have 139. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> <A> liar. <laughs> We're oh. broadcasting here. Bring your a game. Bring your truth. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> rude man. <laughs> Hyperinflating your Twitter numbers by one. You probably just unfollowed me. So <laughs> <laughs> you oh, get that number. Oh boy. <laughs> so Sasha, what do we got in the news, man? Well, I know you're excited to to tell me something. This is. I, I want you all to listen for a paradox here. So the first one we don't really need to go. It's just we'll read the lead real quick and then go on to the next one. Yep. Here's the header. Utah traffic stop yields fifty thousand worth of marijuana by Aaron Alberti, Salt Lake Tribune. Leighton police on Monday found $50,000 worth of marijuana in a duffel bag of a man suspected of transporting drugs from California to Utah. $50,000 worth of marijuana fits in a duffel bag? Yeah, I guess if you compressed them. Um, you know, had that. Vacuum seal like them the, Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They said the officers found 10 pounds of marijuana in a duffel bag. Must have been a big duffel bag. Yeah. 10 pounds of marijuana in a duffel bag in the trunk of his rental car. Good thing he had a rental car. A confidential informant. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> at least he won't, his car won't get seized. Yeah, true. You know, so oh, yeah, because they could seize it uh, under the drug yeah. thing. You lose everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, confidential informant previously told police the man had sold him drugs, so he got turned by somebody. Yeah. So not really interested in this, but this guy's going to prison uh, for transporting marijuana. 
So this was in the Tribune. Yeah. And where was this again? This was in uh, Layton. Wow. So just up north, right? Yeah. So this was in the news yesterday. Yeah. Okay. And there was another bust today. If you read the Tribune, another person got busted. Yeah, late. I saw it. I didn't read it. Okay. So this was, if you went to Yahoo on their main sweeping tumbler of headlines, yep. this was here. High times a majority in U.S. now want high times as majority in U.S. now want pot legalized by Eric Piffier from Yahoo News. According to the latest Gallup survey, 58% of Americans favor legalizing marijuana for recreational use. This guy going to prison. Yeah. 58% want it to be legalized. Yep. I don't understand what's going on here for this young man that's selling drugs. A, this guy should never have been had the opportunity for the $600 or whatever it is to drive from California to Utah, right? Yeah. But now he's going to do 10 years in prison. He At least. If, if, if he doesn't have a child, he's going to be past his child productive breeding period by going to prison. It, it, 30s are when yeah, you Yeah, I have guess so. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. That's the optimum age. Is uh, that was just a weird thing to think of, and that was just a really weird a, way to say well, it, it's but important. it makes perfect sense. It's important that y all these young men and women that get 10-year prison sentences in their early 20s lose their right to productively breed an offspring. And then also the think about how many, and I'm playing devil's advocate, but how many people do you think are going to be happy that he's not going to be able to reproduce? Like I said, he's not a bank robber. He hasn't killed yeah. anyone. He hasn't raped a woman. He hasn't kidnapped a child. He hasn't he hasn't gone to a different country and killed tens of thousands of people mm -hmm. um, he in war. He just wants to sell some green. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So whatever the reason for Americans' greater acceptance of marijuana, it, it is likely that this momentum will spur further legalization efforts across the United States. Gallup says in its an analysis of the poll. And as Gallup points out, the 58% support for legalization is a stark contrast to the group's first legalization poll in 1969, in which only 12% of the respondents said they favored making marijuana legal. Mm -hmm. This dichotomy here, I just, it, it, when you're reading the news, and you, s you know, when you see one person go into prison, and then you see this national poll saying it's time to legalize it. Yep. I know that in uh, New Hampshire, or it could be Maine, they're bringing up full legalization on the East Coast. Yeah. And it's going to be the first East Coast case um, for general legalization. So wh how many states are we at now? We've got Colorado right there. Colorado, Washington. Colorado, Washington. California's f close, but not uh, They have there. medical marijuana. There's yeah. only two states in the union that um, have recreational legalization, and that's Washington State and Colorado. I know that in New Mexico they have medical marijuana. I think Nevada's passed it. I know one of the Dakotas has. Montana, I think, has. There's, there's close to 15 or 19 states. Mm -hmm. and so I don't understand. I don't understand what the interest is from the Salt Lake Police Department or gang or drug task well, force. Well, of all the states in the United States of America, I think Utah will be the last, if ever, to uh, legalize marijuana. Why do you say that? It's the most. Cons it's probably one of the most conservative. I don't see them. Le I really don't see them legalizing marijuana ever. Okay, here we go. Yeah. This is from medicalmarijuanaprocon.org. Okay. Um, Twenty legal m medical marijuana states and D.C. Alaska, Arizona, California, Colorado, Connecticut, D.C., Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine. See Maine. 
Yeah, they passed Maine. 61%. Maine makes sense, though, because they're right next to Canada. So Massachusetts, Michigan, Montana, bugs. Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington, D.C. Yep. And this kid's going to prison. It just makes no sense to me. Well, like, what do you – if I got – I don't smoke weed, but if I got busted for being high, if I were to go to court, I'd say, hey, what what do you do? Do you, do you – it has to go challenge to the Supreme Court at some point. Why is it 700 miles away in either direction of my physical location, I can have marijuana? Well, it's also the whole federal versus state, too, though. So who has jurisdiction of me? Like, why should Technically, I— the federal—at any time, the feds can come in and kick down the door and seize everything, and there's nothing they can do about it. They've done it in California with all those dispensaries that were making millions upon billions of dollars. The fed came in, kicked down, took all their stuff, and bounced, and there was nothing they could do about it makes me uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable like it's one of the reasons i don't because i know you get to pick and choose they get to pick and choose Mm -hmm. that's that's basically what it comes down to it's not fair the system's not fair at all so if i got busted with 30 grams of weed that makes it a felony in the state of utah right i guess so yeah Yeah, it's two grams more than an ounce 28.5 or whatever it is so if i go to a judge and you know i'd probably be looking at a year in jail time maybe more for an ounce of weed and I go to the judge and say, hey, I don't think this is – I think you're violating my civil rights or my federal rights. And he'd say, son, it's against the law in the state of Utah. Yep. You're going to jail. Yep. Not only that, you're going to prison. Yep. As a recourse to me, I can't then go and appeal it because no. there's no statute or precedent to appeal it. Nope. That does not make sense to me, again, how – if I drive 700 miles, either way, I'm in Colorado or California, and I can smoke marijuana legally in one state and get a card if I um, have enough age yeah. on my body in the earth to have it. Yeah. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to remember, where it's, uh, this is a state of transition. Utah's got to play catch up, and I don't think they will. I think they're going to fight as, po- as much as they possibly can to avoid legalizing it. But it'd be such a good tax point i mean if they didn't have beer and cigarettes here this economy would have a hard time funding a lot of its educational and health this is the argument for every single state you know like they all know the benefits of the money that's why a lot of states are legalizing it because it's like hey you know this is millions of dollars we could get our hands on honestly i get scared with the idea of it even being tax and regulated what if monsanto gets a hold of marijuana you know what if they patent some like Maui Wowie or whatever it's called, like some Pineapple Express. <laughs> like, what if they patent some crazy stuff that gets you, like, super addicted? And, you know? Like, who knows, man? I uh, I feel the same way. But the, the marijuana is spinning off into a whole new thing. Have you ever heard of daps? No. What's a dap? Okay, so they, they take hash, right, which, yep. is, which is basically, you know, all the THC that fell off, and they grind it and process it somehow. But now they liquefy it. And it becomes like a little sappy ball, right? Mm-hmm. And you put them in e-cigarettes. So you yep. can smoke marijuana in the stores or in your car, and it doesn't smell like marijuana. So it's different from vaporizing it? So you're saying it's like a hash? It's hash, but it's a liquefied hash that you can smoke. Uh, Vapor? Yeah. Like a, like an e-cig? But like instead of like, I think where vapors, you smoke the buds. Yeah. You're actually smoking liquefied hash. Wow. So the high is like 25 times. Wow. Yeah. It's Would you be able to do that in public, do you think? 
Well, see, hash is still illegal in Washington State and Colorado because it's man-made. Yeah, I don't quite understand exactly what hash is. Is it just it's the oil? They extract the oil and mix it together? So from what I understand is the way they used to make them in Morocco, you know where the term drum circle comes from? No. Okay, so they would hollow out drums, and you'd put all your marijuana leaves and stems and leftovers from the buds, and you'd put them in these drums. You'd put uh, sheepskin over it to make yourself a drum, and you would tap, and they would be all along the mountain ranges. So the whole drum circle was in the mountains around Morocco specifically, and they would drum for days. And what the drumming would do with the vibrations would bring out all these uh, uh, liquids and... The crystals, like the keys, yeah, all, all that, that stuff. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so, but now what they do is they usually put it in big trash cans of water and get a hand blender and blend it. And then they go through different screens. And then at the end of the day, you have chunks of wet hash. And so that's what it is. It's just the extra processing that the human being does. So it makes it more potent. So like less would, so like less would go further then too. And it's more, it's it's generally more expensive per gram too, because there's more of an effort. And it's a, they classify it as a, class one narcotic too so it's like a super enhanced felony wow yeah what time is are these uh, comic book nerds i'm coming trying in? to figure that out right now because it's about three o'clock yeah um do you want to go to break for a minute i do and then uh I'll, we'll be back hey this is bob bedore with quick wits and you're listening to KU radio the only real radio at the university of utah Hey guys, this is Dwayne Perkins, and you're listening to Old Ute Radio. You know it. Thank you for joining us on this ride, Mad Love. 